0: This is the COVID-19 resource episode of the Music Therapy Chronicles. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners to meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. I wanted to start this episode off a little differently, first by taking a nice grounding breath. So wherever you are, if you want to do that right now with me. I hope you're feeling centered. Um, That feels a little counterintuitive since I'm usually trying not to breathe directly into my microphone. I also wanted to take some time to express gratitude. We're all familiar with the idea of neuroplasticity and so therefore if we're constantly focusing on the bad we'll see more of the bad and if we're focusing on the good we'll see more of the good. So some things that I am grateful for today I had a lovely walk with my dog this morning and got to see some birds and she got to chase some chipmunks, uh, which makes her happy and seeing her happy makes me happy. I'm grateful that I had warm water for my shower this morning and that it is basically spring here in New Hampshire, at least where I am in New Hampshire, if you're further north and it's still snowy, sorry, but for a while things are crazy and hectic and we're at home, Uh, It's not like a snowstorm where we're needing generators and waiting for power and to get plowed out. I'm grateful that I had a warm meal today and that I get to wear my sweats and have this platform to connect with all of you. I'm grateful that there are way, way more resources than I could ever collect for this episode and for the show notes, but I can at least try and I'm grateful in advance for all of you who are going to share or send me your resources, ideas, and thoughts for this episode. I invite you to take some time to make your own gratitude list. And when you're done, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. Uh, This episode is our first solo episode of the podcast and certainly not how I anticipated the first solo episode of the podcast being released but today we're going to talk all about COVID-19. My goal with this episode is not to scare anyone, not to frighten anyone, but just give some information and ultimately as many resources as humanly possible. So, Everything I mentioned will be in the show notes and I look forward to hearing from you guys, the listeners, about your resources, what you're seeing, what you're finding, what you're experiencing, and keeping the show notes updated as everything evolves so that we can continue to support each other and have this kind of just be a database for people to refer to when looking for certain supports. Being said, if you've never visited the show notes, uh, you can find a link usually in whatever your player. Is there, if you scroll down, there should be an option for um, episode web page or show notes or something similar. And if you do not have that type of option, then you can always just go to musictherapychronicles.com. I plan on pinning this episode to the top of the web page so that it is visible for while this whole uncharted territory situation evolves. I also didn't want to interrupt our usual content with this episode because I think it's important that we do have other conversations continuing to happen so you can expect our usual episodes to come out on Wednesday this is just a bonus for now and yeah keep putting out your resources let me know what your thoughts are really truly email me comments on a post on social media join our group on Facebook and I would love to be able to share your stories again in one compilation in the show notes of this episode so please 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 be part of the dialogue let me know what you're thinking what you're experiencing what's going on for you because we can all support each other through this What is COVID-19? COVID-19 is a type of coronavirus. So there are other types of coronavirus, some that we have uh, encountered before, but part of what sets COVID-19 apart is that it is new to humans. We have not experienced it before. So there are no current treatments for it. In our Facebook group, Hector asked me to include some of the research from Dr. David Ho. So since this is the first time humans have interacted with the COVID-19 virus, vaccines are far from being completed. Uh, You know, they have to be developed and then tested and everything like that. So Dr. David Ho and his team are currently researching how to attack the enzymes that the virus uses to replicate itself. And their hope is that will be a sufficient treatment for the epidemic that's currently going on until a different treatment, um, perhaps a vaccine, perhaps something else. I don't know. I'm not a doctor until something else is developed. So uh, that's what I know about that for now, but definitely do your own research. Check out the links in the show notes for this and for everything I say today. Some symptoms of COVID-19 are fever, cough, and shortness of breath. So this is because the COVID-19 virus attacks the lungs uh, and creates lots of fluid in the lungs. So I was watching, I think someone on YouTube who was affected by this and was confined and therefore had not spent any time walking. His fever was not considered high enough to uh, receive medical attention and he hadn't thought of anything of his cough. So If you are choosing to stay at home right now and you're not moving around a ton, uh, you're noticing maybe some temperature changes or a cough, I guess move your body a little bit and see if you have that third symptom as well. Again, I'm not a medical professional, but it seems like if that's the one thing holding you back, give it a little bit of a test. You know, don't go for a five-mile run, but see how you feel after walking up a flight of stairs. It's still unclear how long COVID-19 can live on different surfaces, but it appears to live the longest on plastic and stainless steel, I um, and the numbers I've seen are anything from three hours in the air to 72 hours on a solid surface. One of the things I've seen tested in a couple different areas and heard different numbers for is cardboard. So if you are getting packages delivered to your home, be cautious with that. Uh, take the precautions you need to, whether that's leaving it outside for a day or two, or cleaning it before it comes into your home, um, things like that. And obviously your instruments are made out of lots different types of materials and you as a music therapist know how to keep those things clean but just keep in mind that these this virus can live on surfaces for a very very long period of time. Side note, one of the things that I feel slips my mind the most and really shouldn't to clean is my guitar bag, because I think of my guitar all the time, like yeah obviously that's an instrument I touch and I use and kids are trying to grab it all the time, but my bag, my, my backpack for my guitar, it goes on the floor, I put my guitar in it, it goes on my back, it goes in my car, it's probably one of the dirtiest things I have and is so easily overlooked. So. This is my reminder to both you and myself to wash your guitar bag, among other things. You may have heard the term flatten the curve. If you have not already, I'm going to give my verbal explanation as best I can, but definitely check out this link in the show notes if you're unfamiliar with this idea because this particular link has an awesome explanation and great visual aids as well to kind of solidify this idea. So. Uh, we've seen a spike in cases of coronavirus, of COVID 19, in other countries, and the spike is happening in the United States as well. It's estimated that we're like nine to 10 days behind them at the time of this recording. Um, obviously, things are going to be changing very rapidly. So, anyway, so the idea is if everyone, is out doing their job, uh, and say, I'll use myself as an example, if I contract the coronavirus. Now, symptoms of the coronavirus may not present themselves for, I've heard, five to 24 days. So we'll go with five. So if I have the coronavirus and don't have symptoms for five days, and I'm going about my daily life, and say I infect one other person for every one of those days, that's five people I have infected by the time I decide to stay home. Now, say those five people are going about their daily life for my same period of time. So then they have four days, say. They each infect a person. So that's five times four is 20 people. And then those people go on to infect people. So eventually, there will be so many individuals affected at the same time, even though the mortality and um, high risk, or I don't know what the language they're using now is, even though the mortality rate might be really low, if... Everyone needs medical attention at the same time. The medical system is going to be overwhelmed They're not going to have the resources to take care of everyone and then medical professionals are going to have to choose between say a 10 year old a 30 year old and an 80 year old because they only have One kit of materials that they need to treat this virus so by staying home you are doing your part to make sure that if and when you get affected there will be more healthy treated people out in the world and therefore there will not be such a spike uh, for a need of medical attention all at once. So again, please definitely check out that link. I'm not sure I did a phenomenal job explaining that, but if you have not heard that term or you're unfamiliar with that, hopefully that gives you a start of an idea of what flattening the curve means. And then this obviously plays into why it's important to socially distance yourself right now, why isolation is important, why you should stay home. And to my understanding, this is different than quarantine because you are making the choice. You always have the choice in this situation to go in stay in your house or to go out into the world and there's lots of discussion right now about is it ethical to stay home and not give our clients services especially in locations where they're high risk or maybe the staff is telling you you're not considered quote essential that's your own choice but you you do have the choice to stay home uh, and do your part that way but if you choose to also go to work and do your part that way by giving direct service to your clients in person still, obviously just make sure you're taking the precautions that are um, part of your training. And Rochelle Morgan's letter uh, that she created to give to facilities about why we are equipped to handle situations such as this is linked in the show notes as well. So check that out if that is the avenue you're choosing to take. It's also really important to note why it's so important to not stigmatize quarantine. So someone who has been diagnosed, um, sought medical attention, and needs to be quarantined. So it can be scary, right? The idea of needing to be quarantined, the choice is no longer yours, and that is intimidating. So by socially making quarantine not a scary thing, it's more likely that people will go for treatment because if you are an individual who's showing symptoms and you're terrified of being quarantined, you're not very likely gonna go seek medical treatment and who knows where that could spiral from there. So please support each other, be kind, don't stigmatize anything and do what's best for you, your family, your clients and your health. what can we do in this situation? First of all, you've heard this, I am sure. Wash your hands. There are links in the show notes for both how to wash hands as well as lots of hand-washing song ideas if you are looking for those kinds of things. Lots of them out there. This is certainly not an exhaustive list, so let me know your ideas or your songs that you use, and I will continue to add them to this list of hand-washing songs so we can all, for however long this is going to take, maybe have a different song at least every week, if not every day. You might be sick of Happy Your Birthday by this point. I don't know. Maybe you're not. Also important to note, wash your phone. (laughs) Your phone is probably one of the dirtiest things in your life if you do not wash it frequently. And even if you do, you can't necessarily help what's getting stuck on there. Clean your instruments and equipment. Obviously, also things like your work area, your house, your car. I know my car is my mobile office. All my instruments go from work into my car. So I spent a lot of time cleaning that. I have links for um, cleaners that have been approved that kill the coronavirus, as well as some links for making your own cleaners. If, say, you're choosing not to go out and buy new things um, or go out so you can't buy these cleaners, how you can make them at home to supplement. And as far as clinically, uh, the three things I guess you could do are telehealth services. The Music Therapy Ed webinar replay link is in the show notes, so check that out. You could stay home and be a part of flattening the curve through social isolation or you could choose to continue to see your clients um, and if you do there again is the letter from Rochelle Morgan that you can use to help your defense of why you are important uh, and essential personnel and why and how you are trained for situations such as this. all right so what are some ways to stay healthy now a lot of these um, are geared more towards people staying at home because i think i've kind of covered what you can do in the field and you already know that you're a music therapist you don't need me to tell you to wash your instruments but i think i already have like five times so i'll stop doing that (laughs) but if you are at home and you're experiencing a toilet paper crisis Perhaps this is a good time to look into family cloth. Now, if family cloth is not something you've heard of, um, the idea is it's reusable toilet paper. And if you at first are really grossed out by that idea, just keep in mind that it's not so different than cloth diapers, which people continue to use and doesn't seem to have a ton of stigma around it. So family cloth is an option and also a bidet. I've seen lots of pictures of... um, how do I say this, inventive bidets using shower attachments, but there is a link in the show notes for a bidet attachment for your toilet, Um, because it seems unlikely you'll be able to install a bidet in your bathroom right now, but an attachment might be an option. Then again, keep in mind that if and when that gets delivered to your house to be cautious with the package. One of my lovely friends on Instagram shared a graphic about chest binding. And this is not something that had even crossed my mind, but it just tells about why it's important to uh, choose not to chest bind and let your body stay in its natural state if you are experiencing some symptoms of COVID-19 so that the body can work the way it needs to to expel the virus, I guess. So definitely not something that was on my radar uh, because... It's not something I experience in my daily life, but I know there's lots of other things like that out there. So please let me know so I can put them in this document. Um, It's a great eye-opener for me, a perspective shift. So thank you to my friend for sharing that. And thank you to you, the listener in advance, for continuing to educate me. Okay, so if you're staying at home, you might want to do some home workouts. (laughs) Because if you're staying at home, you're not going to the gym. And even if you're not staying at home and you're still going to work, maybe you've chosen to omit going to the gym for a little bit. So I've shared some of my favorites. I have the Chloe Ting workouts, Blogilates, and Sarah's Day. But as always, with everything else in this episode, send me your favorites. I want to add them so we can all Try each other's workouts. Try something new. I've never done a bar class. Could anyone recommend a good bar class? I'm interested in that. You might also want to do some home yoga. So I've linked yoga with Adrian, who has previously been mentioned on the podcast, and um, you can check that out. Uh, if you're looking for a meditation, I have one specifically linked about COVID nineteen that I found very grounding, calming, and supportive. I also have a tapping session, EFT session, with Gala Darling, specifically about the COVID 19 virus linked. Uh, but if you have other ones you want to recommend, of course, please, please, please do that. And I also have Ami Kunimura's newsletter linked. If you're not on her newsletter, you totally should do that. She sends out emails every Wednesday that are just a reminder to ground yourself. And she's been obviously a very calming presence as always but especially with all this very supportive and calming so check out those links to ground and center yourself and finally uh, for your health I want to talk a minute about financial health because with everything going on and if you're choosing not to work financial health might be something that's really on your mind and stressing you out right now so I don't have any magical solutions or ideas, but if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that my goal for last year, um, I said on my episode with Rachel Ramback when she mentioned her book Innovative Income, which is linked, uh, but I mentioned that last year financial health was my word, um, financial abundance, working on my finances. And so I spent a lot of time reading and finding resources online and just feeling, finding ways to prepare and feel good about my financial health. So some of those are linked in the show notes, but as always, please share yours too. Um, This is, finances can be a very taboo conversation and especially right now where everything is stressful and if you're also stressed about money, we all know that stress is not going to help our immune system in any way. So if you're stressed right now, I guess these are just some resources to inform your preparedness for the future. I know this is a really delicate subject and I don't want to upset anyone, but that was my, those were my thoughts on that for now. So please check out those links. Um, Yeah, I found them very motivating and informative last year when I was focusing on my financial health. That being said, if you are in a position where you can support small local businesses that are Uh, experiencing some difficulty at this time, you can consider buying a gift card to use later when things calm down, Um, sharing your favorite places on social media so other people will be aware of them in the future or can buy a gift card now, shopping online, um, refraining from asking for refunds if possible, send a referral, buying digital products um, or buying services for later, when things are more calm. So those are just some ideas for how you can support your local businesses at this time. Alrighty, let's move into an intervention brain dump. So these are just coming out of my brain, and obviously my ideas are very limited. (laughs) There's only so much that can come out of my mind alone. So to start us off on Instagram, someone requested I talk about improvisation. I'm not sure if that specifically was like to do an episode entirely on improvisation, but I'll talk about it here too. So the first category I wanna cover for interventions is in-person interventions. If you're still going to your sessions, you might wanna consider interventions with minimal contact or materials for obvious reasons. So as far as improvisation, my ideas are do body percussion, use your voice, find ways to use your own self as the instrument. One of the ways I do that a lot in my sessions is I have these sound cards that say things like click, bump, crash, those kinds of words, and the client will pick a card and then we'll recreate that. In this case with their body, I also do it with boomwhackers or whatever, but if we're trying to use minimal equipment, body is the way to go. You could watch a movie or a documentary related to whatever music the group likes, or whatever they're learning about in school, what have you. You could read a book, Uh, could be a children's book, could not be a children's book. You could do movement songs or dancing, active listening, lyric analysis, a song composition, you could do an instrument lesson or presentation, so not a lesson as in you all have saxophones and you're playing the saxophone, but on the history of the drums you bring in every week, or the history of the xylophone. Um, More of like an education base, but those are still cool things to know. You could work on learning or creating songs about health. Um, And then things like counting songs, ABC songs, uh, those kinds of things that are familiar and don't require any equipment. So Those weren't really in any type of order by population or anything, but those are my ideas so far. Spin them how you'd like to work for you and your groups. If you've made the decision to do virtual sessions, either through telehealth or just distributing materials or however best works for you, um, some of my ideas are to create playlists for your clients or to give them assignments, such as creating a playlist for themselves. Some of the prompts for that could be the zones of regulation, um, or spring, or what the emotions they're experiencing right now, or those kinds of things. Uh, You could have them review materials that you've learned in the past. I know uh, in some of my groups specifically, I'm kind of like a music therapy, music ed hybrid person, so we do take time doing presentations on different instruments and stuff so they get that education base a little bit. and Having them review that information, this is a good time for that because I use that information on, like, Music Jeopardy and stuff, and if they want to win the game, they gotta know. So, this is a good time for them to review all that. Um, You could listen, have them listen to songs that you guys have recorded in your sessions in the past. This is a cool opportunity to revisit some of that stuff. Um, Yeah, so those are my ideas, I guess, so far for telehealth. Uh, That might be, maybe not, might be different than what you already do in regular sessions. Uh, In our Facebook group, John Moon also asked for some internship ideas for interns who are not uh, able to be at their sites right now. So so some ideas I have for that are if they have to do a presentation during their internship time, here's a great opportunity to prepare for that. Um, Some reflective exercises might be great during this time about internship in general, specific sessions or events that are uh, formative for them, really salient, good or bad doing a reflective exercise such as listen to an episode of the Music Therapy Chronicles and then write about how it is personally applicable. So uh, something like that or a literature review. They could create a songbook. In my internship, I created a songbook. Oh gosh, I don't remember how many songs were in it. Anywhere between 30 and 50 where I chose songs that I thought would be relevant and enjoyable to the residents of the facility. I should note that the music therapist, who was my supervisor, also had a songbook, and I had to choose songs that were different than hers, um, which was a challenge in itself, but obviously there are plenty of songs out there. So... I found the songs, I created a lyric book which could be passed out, and then I created a music book which had all of the songs in a singable and playable key that was easy to understand, it was in alphabetical order, so that if um, the music therapist wasn't there but someone else who could play guitar was there, they could easily use this resource. So that's an idea. Um, You could have interns create a game plan for when something like this happens in the future. Like, it's it's inevitable in some ways. So as the climate warms up, uh, the planet is becoming more hospitable to viruses like this. And as we continue to push further into wild land, we are encountering more viruses like this. So it's not unlikely that this will happen again. So create a game plan together for what do we do? Because right now we're all doing the best we can, and we're we're still kind of scrambling, and it's hard. So. As a community, this is, I guess, for everyone too, um, learning from this and preparing for the inevitability that it will happen again. And finally, you could have interns along the same lines, learn about telehealth. This is a great opportunity for them to, all these resources are coming out, so for them to prepare for that. So, what are some of your ideas for interventions, both in-person, virtually, internship ideas? What are you doing with your interns? Um, This is a great opportunity to add your intervention to the Music Therapy Exchange, and if you do that by March 19th, you'll be entered in their giveaway. I think it's uh, egg shakers they're doing this time. So, hopefully you've listened to this episode before the 19th, and you are taking advantage of that opportunity. But please, Let me know your interventions, because this could be a very long intervention brain dump list, and I'd love to see it grow. So what's going on in your area? I had a listener ask about... um, about that in general she says crossing state lines different sites ages personal preferences how this is affecting your practice um, essential versus non-essential view have you developed any adapted ways to gain progress with your patients so um, I am only one person but I'm hoping that this will create a dialogue so I'm in New Hampshire as of this past Friday so that was the 13th All of my schools on my caseload were still open. Some of them, by the end of the day, had chosen to take Monday off to kind of create a game plan, but no decisions had been made yet. Saturday morning, one of my school districts even had in bold on their website, school is still open. Um, So as of Saturday, I was still planning to come to work on Monday. And then by Saturday night, all but one of my schools had closed. And by Sunday, the whole state, I think the governor said the whole state was closed down. All of the schools, public schools in the state were closed for three weeks. So that was a very quick escalation. Uh, not every music therapist in this state works in the school. So if you're in New Hampshire, let me know what happened to you specifically. But for me, as of right now, I don't have a ton of work, don't have a lot going on. I do have some school clients who uh, their case managers or teachers, whoever, have contacted me already for how I plan on providing services. It's a little bit hairy because I am not at any particular location and therefore don't have access to whatever protocol and program they are currently using to navigate this, but doing the best I can, figuring it out as we go, uh, and we'll see. We'll see what things are like on the other side. I've heard Some places are planning to continue closures for two weeks. I've also heard that some places in the country, country being the United States, are looking at eight to 20 weeks, which would be well past the end of the school year. So what's going on in your area? Not just schools in general. What have you chosen to do that's best for you, your family, and your clients? I am so, so grateful that I am not in a position where I had to make that decision, really. It was the powers that be, the schools, the superintendents, the governor, that made that decision to close everything down. And I, I'm not one of those people, I guess, who ethically is thinking, am I essential personnel? I should be there supporting my residents or whoever your clients are. Um, the decision was made for me and, and I'm really grateful for that, honestly, truly. So if you're one of the people who has to make that decision on your own, I feel for you. I don't envy you. There's lots of discussions going on about what is the most ethical choice, but like I said at the beginning, do what's best for you, your family, and your clients. Um, I know this can also be a really touchy subject because it ties back into the finance situation of this whole larger situation. So. Please let me know what's going on in your area, what you're doing to adapt, uh, and I will have a running list, I guess, of what's going on in different areas of the country, different areas of the world, and hopefully we can all learn from each other. All right, lastly, if you are staying home and practicing social distancing, here are some things you could do with your time. First of all, stay positive. <laughs> Again, we know that stress and anxiety and those overwhelm emotions are not good for the body, not good for the immune system, and you don't want to make yourself sick when you're staying home trying to avoid being sick. So check out the meditations. Um, workouts, yoga, tapping sessions, those kinds of things that are in the show notes. Read a book. I will have some of my favorite books listed. Let me know your favorite books. Uh, Maintain a routine. You know, maybe it's awesome that you can sleep in an extra hour or two, but get up at a regular time. Get yourself dressed. You know, don't feel like the world is ending. Allow yourself to enjoy the time as best as possible is a good opportunity to catch up on netflix and hulu and disney plus or whatever other streaming thing you might like to do it's a good time to pick up a new craft or hobby if you've always wanted to start a youtube channel or start a podcast or be on a podcast you can email me this is a great time to do that uh, if you are interested in being on the podcast email feedback at music I would so, so appreciate that because this is a great time to connect if we're all sitting at home. I do interviews virtually, so please consider being on the podcast, even if you just want to talk about or not be on the show and just talk to me about what's going on. I'd love to talk to you. Please, please consider that. Uh, Some other ideas for things to do while you're home. Get creative with your recipes. If you're staying at home, then you only have the food that's in your house, so you might need to be a little creative about what you're making. If you don't have bread, how can you make some bread? Uh, Organize and declutter your house. It is spring cleaning season, so this is a good time to do that. Take a bath. Call a friend. Do some dancing. Move your body. Um, Listen to your favorite podcast. There are over 40 episodes of this podcast out, so you could keep yourself busy listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles for a long time. Um, And then... Letting me know what you think, because I would love to hear from the listeners. You could do a face mask, listen to your favorite songs, uh, learn about a subject you've always been curious about but never had the time to check out. This is a great time to really dive into self care. I know I'm looking forward to kind of mixing up my skincare routine because no one's going to see me for a little while. So if it doesn't go very well, that's okay because I won't be anywhere for anyone to know. What are you planning to do if you're at home taking some time to be isolated let me know um i think i've said that a lot of times in this episode but for real let's make a dialogue comment on facebook on instagram shoot me an email at feedback at music um, let's create this compilation of resources i've chosen to call it the resource madness for a reason um hopefully though it's a little pocket of light in all the madness that is going on thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you are feeling inspired and empowered to do what you need to do, uh, whatever you feel called to do, whatever's best for you at this time. Uh, Feel that you have the resources and ideas you need at your fingertips if they're not here on this list, because this is not everything that's out there uh, somewhere. I hope that you are safe and healthy and supported and taken care of. And if you need anything let me know I could try to be helpful in some way I know a lot of people are trying out these telehealth services uh, kind of these communication video services I'm gonna say Skype but I don't think Skype is HIPAA compliant but I'll say Skype type things to practice before they start using it with clients um I'm down to try something so if you want a partner to try out some telehealth communication on then let me know shoot me an email um But yeah, I'll stop rambling. I initially anticipated this to be a mini episode, but it appears that it's about the length of a regular episode. So I hope you're not sick of hearing my voice. Again, I hope you're feeling inspired and empowered and looking forward to the continued content of the Music Therapy Chronicles and getting back to the new normal of life. Oh, one last thing. This episode really got me thinking that I should have a more salient ending to my episodes I think I always say I will see you in the next one and I feel like I should have a cool hip um empowering phrase to say at the ends of episodes so some some that I from people I listen to in the podcast world or uh, work hard be kind make it happen be the light for yourself and others um I don't remember entirely Chris's from the Make More Music podcast, but his is something like, I give more grace, something, something, and make more music. So I don't have any wonderful ideas for a tagline, (laughs) but I'd love to hear what yours are. So one of my goals for this time being Home Alone is to be more present on social media, really, really, really be active to create this dialogue, and... Yeah, if you have nothing else to say, let me know what you think the tagline at the end of episode should be. But until then, I will see you in the next one.